Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am your host, Mike Jezoshek, and I'm a CPA and founder over at Jetro, which is a digital accounting firm servicing small business owners across the country, helping them with accounting, bookkeeping, taxes, and payroll. Now, before I get started, if you enjoy our weekly episodes, I just ask that you please leave a review on whatever platform that you listen to us on and share with other business owners. And if there is a topic that you want us to touch on, shoot me an email so that we can put that on our schedule. All right. Now, in today's episode, I want to touch on something I see quite often when new clients come to our firm, co-mingling personal and business expenses. Now, I understand that sometimes it can be tough and, of course, more work to make sure business and personal items are separated, but it is an absolutely imperative that you separate them for your business. Co-mingling can be sloppy and cause a lot of confusion and possible misreporting down the road. There might be times where you forget if it was personal or business, and you might take a business expense that was actually personal. Or you might miss a business expense because you accidentally thought it was personal. This can be a major mistake, and they can add up quickly. Another reason you can get in trouble is in the event of an IRS audit. Now, I know we don't like to think about IRS audits, but sometimes they happen. And if the IRS comes asking for statements to confirm your expenses and bank balances, and you send them a statement that is commingled, they're going to dig much, much deeper into it and make you prove every single business expense and how it is related to the business. Now, not only would this be extremely time-consuming in the event that that happens, but you would more than likely end up being disallowed much more expenses So their IRS, when they start digging deeper, there's more than likely that they are going to pull away a bunch of your expenses and say, this is not going to be allowed because it's too close to being personal. And it's simply for the one reason is that you, it's hard to distinguish the difference between personal and business because they're all sitting in one account. So if you are currently commingling, make it a point to stop now. Open a separate bank account for your business and only run business items through it. Open up a separate credit card for your business activity and only run business items through that credit card. Now, a lot of people say, well, Mike, I can't get a credit card with the limit that I need on it for my business under my business's name. So if you're unable to get a credit card for your business at the limit you need, open up a new credit card under your personal name and just make sure that that card is specifically related to business with no personal expenses going on it. So even though it's under your personal name, it's still gonna be 100% business activity that's on that credit card. That is the workaround if you can't get the credit limit that you need under your business card. Simply put, it's just not worth the risk to mess this up when it can be so simple to, to avoid. You don't wanna get stuck in a nasty, you don't wanna get stuck in a nasty IRS audit spending time and time trying to prove yourselves. And you also don't want to lose legitimate business expenses just because of confusion, whether you're losing business expenses because you don't remember if it's business or personal, or you're losing business expenses because the IRS is saying this is too closely related to personal because everything's together, we're not going to allow it. We make it a rule 
when bringing in a new client that this commingling stops immediately. So we implement that right away that commingling is stopped. So again, just want to reiterate this and just really pound it home. Commingling is bad news. You want to ensure that you stop commingling, stop having accounts that have both business and personal running through them, and make sure that your business is separated. Now, one other thing to consider is that some people say, well, what if an expense is both business and personal? And there's really two options. One, you can run it on your personal side and then reimburse yourself for that expense. Or two, you can run it under the business side and put the personal portion as an owner's draw or owner's distribution or dividend. Now, we tend to like the idea of run it on your personal and then reimburse yourself when and take that business expense. But those are two kind of options. So keep that in mind that even if you do have an expense that is both business and personal, it doesn't mean you can't get the business deduction for it. Just build it into a reimbursement instead. Now, that's all we have for today's episode. I want to thank you for tuning in. And again, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on, and we will see you next week. Now, one last thing before I go. We created a Facebook group called Building a Successful Law Firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free, and you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's building a successful law firm group. I'll see you in there. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.